WBUR Podcasts, Boston. The Circle Round episode you're about to hear is a very special one. Recorded before a live audience of very enthusiastic kids and grown-ups at Roundhouse Theatre in Bethesda, Maryland on May 28, 2023. You can find more information about upcoming Circle Round performances on our website, wbur.org slash circle round. about someone you trust. Being able to trust somebody is a wonderful feeling. But as we're about to hear, if we put our trust in the wrong person, we can wind up in a very sticky situation. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, live at Roundhouse Theatre in Bethesda, Maryland. Today, our story is called The Pot of Gold. Versions of this tale come from the Jewish tradition. Joining me on stage is a trio of actors whose voices you've heard in many Circle Round stories, Evan Casey, Kevin Corbett, and Don Ursula. And providing musical accompaniment is the one and only Eric Shimalonis. So, Circle Round, everyone, for The Pot of Gold. Eleanor, the beekeeper, lived in a rickety, crickety house in the countryside. And in the teeny tiny yard behind her rickety, crickety house, she kept one hive full of buzzing, humming honeybees. Every morning, Eleanor collected honey from her one hive, poured it into glass jars and ceramic pots, then went to work at the marketplace. Honey! Fresh golden honey for sale. One silver coin for a jar. One gold coin for a pot. When Eleanor came home each night, she took all the coins she earned that day and separated the silver coins from the gold. The silver coins she kept as pocket money, but the gold coins she set aside as savings. She stored them in one of her empty ceramic honey pots with hopes of saving enough gold coins to buy a bigger house with a spacious garden and a whole colony of beehives. Well, Eleanor worked hard for years. And then, one day... (gasps) Could it be? I've counted all the gold coins in my honey pot. And if business keeps up, it should be just a few more months until I leave this rickety, crickety house behind and buy a bigger... Eleanor was interrupted by a knock at the door. It was the mail carrier with a letter marked urgent. Oh, it's a letter from my sister who lives all the way across the country. Let's see what she has to say. Eleanor opened the envelope and began to read. Dear Eleanor, I'm writing with some very good news. Remember how I told you I was expecting a baby? Well, I've just given birth to triplets. 
three bouncing baby girls. So I'm wondering, could you please come and stay with us a while and help out? I know the journey is long, but the sooner you can arrive, the better. Love your sister. Eleanor's heart flooded with excitement. How marvelous! <laughs> I have three new nieces. I can't wait to meet them. I'll just pack up my stuff, and then I'll set off across the country. But as Eleanor loaded up her suitcase, something on the table caught her eye. Oh, how could I forget my pot of gold coins? If I bring it with me, the money might get lost or stolen on the journey. But if I leave it behind, who's to say some straggler won't come wandering through the countryside, notice an empty house, and snoop around to see what might be worth taking? A pot of gold coins would be the first thing they'd run off with. I must find a way to keep the pot safe. Eleanor thought fast, and in a flash, she knew what she would do. She raced out to her beehive and brought back a big bucket of honey. Then she turned the bucket over and drizzled the honey into her pot of gold coins. Look at that! The sticky honey is covering up all my coins! Once the pot is filled to the top, You'll never even know there's money in there. And it was true. Once the pot was brimming with ooey, gooey honey, Eleanor couldn't see the gold coins at all. But she wasn't finished. Now, I need to leave this pot somewhere safe. <gasps> like with my neighbor, Rufus the Baker. He isn't the warmest fellow, but I have given him the occasional jar of honey to make his treats, so he owes me a favor. With her honey pot in her hand, Eleanor went over to see Rufus. The baker's house was just as rickety and crickety as Eleanor's was, but the most delicious smells were always wafting out from inside. Eleanor got a rich whiff of cocoa as Rufus opened the door. Greetings, Eleanor. What can I do for you today? And make it snappy. I have a double chocolate bundt cake in the oven, and it mustn't overbake. Well, Rufus, in a nutshell, my sister had triplets, and she's asked me to come and visit for a while. She lives all the way across the country, and I don't know how long I'll be away. So while I'm gone, can you please keep an eye on this? Eleanor held up the ceramic honeypot. It's a very special batch of honey, you might say. It took a long time to make. Years, really. And I need to keep it safe. So will you watch it for me? All I ask is that you don't use any of it. As a token of my thanks... I'll bring you a dozen pots of honey when I return. Rufus's eyes gleamed as he pictured all the honey cakes, honey pies, and honey buns he could bake with a dozen pots of honey. All right. I will watch your honey, Eleanor. And when you come back, I look forward to all those delicious pots of... <laughs> oh, holy molasses, my bunt cake, it's burning. I must go. 
Well, the days passed, then the weeks, and the longer Eleanor was away, the less Rufus thought about the pot of honey. He had shoved it behind the extra bags of flour on his pantry's top shelf and eventually forgot all about it. But one evening, as he was whipping up a dozen batches of bran muffins, he realized... Ah, son of a biscuit! He was missing a key ingredient. Honey! I don't have any honey, and I'm supposed to deliver these muffins to a customer tomorrow. I suppose I could swap out the honey for sugar, but they wouldn't be the same. Hmm. Rufus glanced around the kitchen. When his eyes fell on the pantry's top shelf, his scowling face broke into a smile. Well, sandwich me in shortbread and call me a cookie. I do have some honey. Eleanor's honey. She told me not to use it, but come now. I'll just use a few cups and replace it before she returns. She'll never know the difference. Rufus pulled Eleanor's honeypot off the shelf, but when he took off the lid and plunged his measuring cup inside... What? The devil's food cake? <laughs> he felt it clink against something hard... He took a closer look. Then his eyes grew as round and wide as two whoopie pies. Well, glaze my donuts and fry my fritters. <laughs> this pot is full of gold coins. They were hidden beneath the honey. No wonder Eleanor wanted to keep it safe. As Rufus stared at the coins, a sudden thought occurred to him. A sudden, greedy thought. I wonder, what if I kept all these gold coins for myself? I'll take them out of the pot, then I'll fill the pot up with honey from the store. If Eleanor comes back and asks me where her coins are, I'll deny that she gave me a pot filled with anything but honey. After all, it seems like she was keeping her savings a secret. There's no way she can prove there was money in the honey. What do you think? Could Eleanor prove her money was hidden in the honey? And if so, how? We'll find out what happens after a quick break. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome back to Circle Round, live at Roundhouse Theatre in Bethesda, Maryland. Today our story is called The Pot of Gold. Before the break, Eleanor the beekeeper left a ceramic pot with her neighbor Rufus the baker Hidden in the pot, beneath a thick layer of honey, were the gold coins she'd been saving up to buy a new house. Unfortunately, Rufus discovered Eleanor's secret. Greedily, he thrust his hands into the pot. <laughs> and began pulling out the coins with his sticky fingers. 
One gold coin, two gold coins. No, no, make that three or four. This honey is so thick, the coins keep sticking together. Once Rufus was certain he had retrieved all the coins from the pot, he gave them a good rinse, then went to work spending them. You may recall that Rufus's house was every bit as rickety and crickety as Eleanor's was, so he decided he'd use this windfall to fix it up. He swapped out his rough, uneven floorboards for shiny marble tiles. He slathered a fresh coat of paint on all his walls. He even splurged on new windows and a shiny metal roof. So months later, when Eleanor returned from her trip and swung by her neighbor's house to pick up her honeypot, she was astounded by what she saw. Wow! Rufus's house looks amazing! His baking business must have taken off while I was away. When Eleanor knocked at the door, she got a whiff of sugar and cream as Rufus answered with his usual scowl. Oh, Eleanor, you're back. Yes, I am. (laughs) And I'm happy to see you, too. Anyway, I am pleased to report that my sister and her new babies are doing fine. You should see those sweet little cuties with their bright eyes and plump cheeks. Uh 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 I'm sure they're sweeter than a cream puff. Which, by the way, is what I am baking right now, so I only have a moment. I suppose you've come to ask for your special batch of honey? Indeed. I appreciate you keeping it safe for me. It was my pleasure. I can assure you, Eleanor, your honey was in the very best of hands. Here you go. Eleanor took the pot with an appreciative grin. Thank you, Rufus. And congratulations on the improvements to your house. New roof, new windows, new paint. And are those new floors? They are. Let's just say things went very sweetly for me while you were away. Very sweetly indeed. Now, if you'll excuse me, my cream puffs await. When Eleanor returned to her rickety, crickety house, she lifted the lid off her ceramic honeypot and glanced inside. Oh, good. The pot is still full of honey. It looks like my plan worked. Seems Rufus had no idea there were gold coins hidden in here. But... I'll take a quick look just to make sure. Eleanor turned the pot over into a big bowl. But to her dismay, the only gold that came out was gooey, golden honey. What? Where are my coins? Eleanor jumped up from the table, bolted back to Rufus's house, and pounded on the door. Rufus! Rufus! Where is my money? This time, when Rufus answered the door, he wasn't scowling. He was smiling. (laughs) I'm sorry, Eleanor. Did you say, where is my honey? Or, where is my money? Because I gave you your honey. If it's money you're looking for, I haven't the faintest idea what you're talking about. Oh, yes, you do. There were gold coins in this honey pot. And you used those coins to buy yourself new floors, new windows, new paint, and a new roof. 
Rufus pretended to be shocked. <gasps> For goodness cake, Eleanor. <laughs> That's quite an accusation you're making. Why would I, a successful baker, steal your money? But suppose there was money in your honey. Without witnesses, without proof, there's no way you could prove that I stole it from you. Now, good day, Eleanor. As Rufus closed the door, Eleanor heaved a sigh. Her neighbor was right. No witnesses had seen her put the coins into the pot. And the only proof she had that Rufus had made off with her money was his newly fixed-up house. Ugh. I guess I'll have to go back to square one and start saving my gold coins all over again. Eleanor was so distraught, she shoved the pot in her cupboard and went straight to bed. The next morning, she fought back tears as she sold her honey at the marketplace. Honey! Fresh golden honey for sale. One silver coin for a jar. One gold coin for a... Eleanor buried her face in her hands. Then, all of a sudden... Eleanor? She heard a voice. Eleanor, are you okay? Eleanor uncovered her face. Standing beside her was the village potter, a talented fellow who crafted beautiful ceramic pots and bowls on his wheel and sold them at the marketplace. In fact, he had sold Eleanor all of her honey pots, including the pot that once held her savings. Oh, hello, potter. Thanks for asking if I'm okay. The truth is I'm not. But it's a long, sad story, and you don't want to hear it. Actually, I do. Tell me everything. I am all ears. So Eleanor told her tale. When she finished, the potter had a curious gleam in his eye. So, you say your neighbor stole all your gold coins? It sure looks like it. After all, his house used to be as rickety and crickety as mine is, and now it's got an entire facelift. That kind of thing isn't cheap. I'm certain he spent every last bit of my savings. But how do I prove it? Well... The potter scratched his chin. I think I may have an idea. Meet me at Rufus's house tonight. And bring the honeypot. Together, we'll take a crack at solving your problem. Eleanor was excited to see what the potter had in mind. So that night, she grabbed her honeypot and met the potter outside Rufus's house. When the baker answered the door, the air filled with the sweet scent of cinnamon. Hello, Eleanor. And who's your friend here? I don't believe we've met. I am a humble potter, Rufus, and though you know nothing about me, I have heard an awful lot about you. Oh, about my incredible baking, you mean? I'm cooking up some cinnamon sticky buns right now, and they are to die for. I'm sure your sticky buns are amazing, but 
I wonder what about your sticky fingers? Come again. The Potter pointed at Eleanor's honey pot. Does this pot look familiar to you, Rufus? Why, yes. That's the pot Eleanor had me watch for her while she was out of town. She gave it to me, full of honey, and that's precisely how I returned it. Are you sure? As sure as the sun rises, or my bread dough. Not to mention my fabulously fluffy souffles. Very well, then. Might you have a hammer in this beautifully renovated house of yours? A hammer? Yes. If not, a very large rolling pin will do. Rufus was perplexed, but he fetched his largest rolling pin. Thank you, Rufus. Eleanor? Yes? Can you place the honey pot on the ground, please? Eleanor wasn't sure what the potter was up to, but she placed the pot on the stone walkway. Thank you. Now, Rufus, I want you to take this rolling pin and smash the pot. Smash? The pot? Rufus was taken aback. Eleanor was, too. But, Potter, you worked hard on that pot. I know, Eleanor, I know. I can always make another. So, go ahead, Rufus. Give it a good whack. Rufus clutched the rolling pin in his hand. Then he took a deep breath, pulled back his arm, and... Aye-ya! He smashed the pot to pieces. Shards of clay went scattering everywhere. The potter knelt down and began examining the fragments. Let me see. Not this one. Not this one. <gasps> Aha! He picked up one of the larger fragments and handed it to Eleanor. Eleanor, take a look, won't you? Eleanor squinted at the broken piece of pot. And as her eyes came into focus, so did her mind. All at once, everything became clear. She turned toward Rufus with a grin. You know, Rufus, I have to admit, I was wrong. You didn't steal all my gold coins. Of course I didn't. An honorable man like me would never have You didn't steal all my gold coins because you left two of them behind. Eleanor held up the broken piece of pot. Clinging to one side was a sticky layer of honey, and clinging to the honey were two gold coins. Here are two gold coins that you didn't steal from me because they were glued to the inside of the pot. The honey made them stick. And now you are in a sticky situation because these coins are proof that I have been speaking the truth. I gave you a pot filled with honey and money. Rufus stared at the coins. Well, batter my brownies and beat my egg whites. <laughs> You've caught me red-handed. He hung his head. And sticky-fingered, too. 
Well, after that, Rufus worked extra hard to pay Eleanor all the money he owed her. And eventually, she was able to leave her rickety, crickety house behind and buy a bigger one with a spacious garden and a whole colony of beehives. Eleanor had never been happier because not only was she as busy as a bee, but she was living out her dream in what truly felt like home, sweet home. Now it's your turn. Eleanor dreamed of working her way toward a bigger house with more beehives. What's something you dream of achieving? Maybe you dream of becoming an artist or a teacher or an astronaut. Perhaps you dream of visiting a foreign country or finally finishing that Lego creation you started last month. Think about your dream, then draw a picture of you achieving it. Imagine where you'll be, what you'll look like, and how you might feel. Then hang that picture somewhere you can see it as a reminder that it's never too early to start following our dreams. This week's story, The Pot of Gold, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear. It was edited by Nora Sachs. Eric Shimalonis composed our original music and played it live on the diatonic accordion. You can learn more about this box-shaped instrument with buttons and bellows and see a photo of Eric Shimalonis playing one on our website, wbur.org slash circle round. Circle Round's artist is Sabina Hahn. Sabina has created a black and white picture for every Circle Round story, and you can color them in while you listen, or anytime. Grown-ups, you can find all 200-plus Circle Round coloring pages at wbur.org slash circle round. And while you're there, you can become the newest member of the Circle Round Club. You can get ad-free episodes, bite-sized bedtime stories, behind-the-scenes music videos from Eric, monthly newsletters from me. You can even get a personalized birthday message. Visit wbur.org slash circle round and click circle round club. Special thanks to this week's actors, Evan Casey, Kevin Corbett, and Don Ursula. And a big circle round of thanks to the staff at Roundhouse Theater, including Ryan Roulette, Ed Zakreski, Hannah Grove DeJarnett, Brian Andrade, Jesse Osheim, Delaney Bray, Chris Hall, and Maureen McNary. Love Circle Round and never want to miss an episode? Follow us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now. And if you have a moment, please write us a five-star review. It helps other listeners find the show, and it will help us keep circling around with you for years to come. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling around with us. Now that you've made it to the end of this Circle Round episode, we want to know, what's your favorite Circle Round story? Thousands of fans just like you have been telling us about the Circle Round stories they like best. Take a listen. Maybe one of their favorites is one of yours, too. My name is Paige. I live in Fergus, Ontario, Canada. And I like the father stuff. I like the part where he tells the grandma and the boy story. Hi, my name is Evelyn, and I live in Seattle. And my favorite circle round is Long Hair and the Waterfall because I like the part when Long Hair uses the statue to trick the mountain spirit.
Hello, my name is Hazel, and I live in Bozeman, Montana. My favorite circle around story is She Tells Seashells. My favorite part is where her kids finally get entertained. My name is Clayton. I live in Bozeman, Montana. My favorite circle around story is pulling string. I like the part where the spider gets smaller. My name's Lucy and I live in St. Louis. My favorite circle round is donkey business. And I like when the farmer teaches her next door neighbor how to be nice. My name is Fletcher and I am from Accord, New York. My favorite circle round story is a great acorn robbery. I like the part when the frog says, Black, do I hack out? Did someone mention a story you've missed? Not to worry. Grown-ups, you can find all of our Circle Round stories, plus links to the Circle Round Club, picture books, coloring pages, and oh so much more on our website, wbur.org slash circle round.